have reached the voicemail of just kidding this is actually my podcast welcome ladies and gentlemen all you legends out there i hope that each and every one of you are doing well and just taking care of yourself in all aspects of your life and i'm just really grateful for each and every one of you that are tuned in right now and i just hope that you will enjoy this podcast so let's get into it so i don't know about you guys but i have certain brands that i really really like um brands like nike adidas puma there's a lot of brands that i really like um although i'm not a super crazy fan of brands i am the you know strange person to wear nike and adidas together and apparently that is a fashion sin um you know uh but i i tend to commit that sin a lot by by mixing brands um which makes sense as to why it would be wrong in the eyes of many people since um they are competitors but you know i do as i please anyway (laughs) um i actually want to tell you guys a story um and this happened i think when i was 14 or 15 years old um so when i was 14 15 years old um there was a day i was at school just a normal day really um and I was in, I had my last period of the day. Um, I had my last class. And for some reason during this, this, this period, I was not feeling okay. Um, and it was at the end of the day and I just felt really sick. I went home. Um, you know, normally by the time I go home, it's like about lunchtime. So I was ready to have lunch, but I just felt so sick and I couldn't. I told my mom and she said, you know, just go and lay down until you feel better. And then I I did that. And the next day when it was time to go to school, I woke up and I went to my mom and I told her, I am not feeling well. I cannot go to school. And my mom was okay with that because I was the kid who really liked to go to school. Um, My siblings would actually make fun of me and call me a nerd. I was the kid who you know, would take all their books to school, have a really big bag and would never want to miss a day of school for the life of it. Um, so when I really said I was not doing well, uh, my, my mom believed me. So I was at home uh, for two weeks, actually, uh, really sick, couldn't eat. Um, I, my parents took me to the doctor. I got diagnosed with so many different weird things. Like I went from one doctor told me I had constipation, so I had pills for that, changed my diet for that, nothing worked. The next week went back, the doctor said I had diarrhea, which made no sense how I go from constipation to then diarrhea. Um, so I got new medication, changed my diet again, nothing helped. Third week went back, a new doctor said, I think you have an ulcer, got medication for an ulcer, changed my diet, nothing helped. By now it was the fourth week. I was really sick. Um, I lost so much of weight. I think I weighed 26 kg. I was super skinny. Could not wear anything. I would walk around the house with literally like my underwear on. I was so sick. Um, and, and my parents were so worried about me. They Honestly, my family thought I was going to die. I was like so sick and no one knew what was going on with me. Um... And one day after I took a bath, uh, I went to my dad and, uh, you know, he had some tears in his eyes. 
and he said please just try and tell me what's wrong because we don't know how to help you and I was crying and I just pointed to you know where my pain was which was uh, just in my lower stomach and um, eventually my dad who's not a doctor who's actually in IT um, was like oh my gosh I think it's your appendix and then the next day we went to the hospital uh, got me booked in and had surgery and had my appendix removed and my doctor actually told me if I came a little bit later than the time I actually came I probably would have died um, because my appendix was inflamed was um, tearing and on the verge you know of pretty much killing me um, so that was a an interesting time um, after my surgery I was in very uh, quite a lot of pain actually and um, I could not walk so I, I kind of had a physiotherapist which was really awesome he was a great dude had so many amazing uh, life conversations with him and he just helped me to get moving and get mobilizing again um, so fast forward a little bit I eventually went back to school and by that time, so while I was in hospital, my, my family actually moved into the first house that we bought. And, you know, our vision for the house was we're going to buy this house as it is and totally remake it into the house that we want it to be. Um, and that was really exciting. And unfortunately, I could not be there to help them move, which I think is pretty much a good thing because I missed out on all the hard work. Um, but then I eventually moved in. And while I was still recovering, um, I remember very specifically my doctor telling me, take it easy on the exercise. Um, and me being someone who did not listen, decided to join the cross country team and tried for soccer that year. So um, I was really, really motivated to get back into shape and uh, yeah, just, you know, not look like I was dying. Um, so we were, as I said, redoing our house. And I was still super skinny. I could, I could barely walk that far. I was still recovering. I was still bandaged up um, and taking medication for my pain. So I was in no condition to be doing anything extreme. Um, but because my dad was busy with the house, I wanted to help. And the one day I was just, you know, looking at everyone, having fun, breaking down the walls. And I decided to lift up a sledgehammer. <laughs> weighing 26 um i kind of lifted it up like high enough um and and swung it at like one brick and it broke and i was like really proud of myself um i just wanted to be part of you know what what my family was doing um and eventually you know i was strong enough to kind of help them i think after a, maybe a few weeks got a little bit better and i was in the kitchen helping my dad do the do the tiling and we were just talking about, you know, life and everything that I want to achieve and kind of the vision that I had for myself. And I think it was so interesting. I was like 14, 15 years old and I was talking about success and, and how I need to be persistent and consistent. And my dad was like, you are like 14 years old, like 15, and you're talking about this. And, and he was just so convinced, like, my child, you're going so far in life because... At such a young age, you know, you understand the fundamentals that a lot of people don't. Um, and during our conversation, I started to tell him about the things that I was struggling with in school. I told him that I don't always feel like I'm smart enough because there are, you know, there's kids who's so much better than me at pretty much everything. And even though I try so hard, sometimes I just don't get it. 
And my dad looked at me and he had a broom in front of him. And he took the broom and he put it below, uh, by my legs a little bit, just above my ankle. Um, and he said, okay, jump over this. And he held it. So I jumped over it and he's like, okay. And he raised it a little bit higher and he said, jump over it again. So I jumped over it. Then he raised it a little bit higher by my knees. He said, jump over it. So I took a step back. I ran and then jumped over it. Then he raised it a little bit higher to my stomach. So I went a little bit further and then jumped over it. And then he raised it to my nose and he said, jump over it. And the first thing I said is, I can't. He dropped the broom and he said, that's your problem. Like, that was it. Mic drop. I was like, what do you mean? He was like, you didn't even try. You didn't even think of there might be a solution. There might be a way to get over this. He just instantly said, I can't. And my dad was so right. And since that day, I've always, um, you know, kind of remembered the, the Nike logo as uh, one of my key motivations ever since. Um, you know, my dad always taught me, if you want to do something, just do it. Find a way to do it. Don't just come here and say, I can't, when you haven't even thought of all the possible ways that you can. Um, and it was something so fundamental, so key, that I have walked through my entire life remembering. And I think a lot of us actually feel like that all the time. Now remember, okay, um, it was so interesting because I was in the hospital and I, I kind of found a way to lift up a sledgehammer. I, you know, found a way to get into cross country. I found a way to push myself. But then when I was faced with something that, you know, immediately seemed impossible, the first thing that I said was, I can't. Instead of remembering that, hey, this is the same girl who was, you know, weighing 26 and had the nerve, the audacity to think that she can lift a sledgehammer. And I, and I did. I mean, it was high enough for me. Um, that was my level of ambition, okay, for weighing 26 is lifting up a sledgehammer. And I, I always forget that sometimes. And I think a lot of us can actually relate to that. How many of you have definitely overcome some really difficult things and then something comes up to you, you know, you're like a broom, not necessarily a broom broom, but something in your life that also symbolizes that broom that is raised right in front of you, you know, kind of meeting you eye to eye, face to face. And the first thing you say is, I can't. And you forget all the other things that you did and all the other things that you've overcome. I find myself from this position constantly. And every time I find myself in this position, I just tell myself one thing. I say, just do it. Um, the problem with motivation sometimes is it's just not enough. And I can be honest and say that. As much as I love motivating people, I know how people are. I know how I am. I know that there is not enough podcasts, not enough quotes, movies, Okay, there's not enough public speakers or coaches that can talk to me that can ever amount to the power of me actually making a decision and saying, I'm just going to do it. Even if it looks impossible, I'm just going to do it. Even if I'm scared, even if all the odds are against me, I'm just going to do it. Because if I don't do it, no one's going to do it. And no one should even care if I do it or not. It's, it's up to me. And I think changing the narrative in all things in our life 
changes everything. You know, and I used to tell myself this ever since my dad told me that. In everything I did, I still do it today. <laughs> Sometimes I fail. Probably I fail more than I've succeeded in my life. But, you know, with everything that I've done, I've always just said, just do it. There were some things, you know, I, I, I told some friends I was, you know, aspiring to do. And they were like, are you sure? I was like, yeah, well, you know, I'm just going to do it and uh, I'll see how it works. And sometimes that's all you need to do, okay? You just need to do it, okay? Just be like Nike and just do it. Sometimes it just takes one step to stop moving in that right direction until you eventually end up where you want to where you wanna be. It's like building a house. You got to do it brick by brick. Before you think you can't jump over that broom, before you say I can't, think of all the ways that you can find a way you know my aunt used to tell me where there's a world there's a way pretty sure that's not her saying but that's what she told me um and and I walk at that I, I walk at that all the time if you are willing you will find a way and I can be honest when I am not willing I will find an excuse and that's also a saying by someone I don't know who it is from but I know it's a saying as well I know myself when I don't want to do something I will make a million excuses and I will come up with the best excuses, very logical ones. But when I really want to do something, I will make a way. Okay, I will walk over water and cross bridges and, you know, I'm being very metaphorical, but I will do the most. I will do whatever it takes if I am so willing to do it. So if you are willing, just do it, whatever it is. Whatever it is you want to do, whatever it is that is impossible, that is difficult, that is in front of you. Do not say that you can't. Change the damn narrative. Excuse my language, but change it, okay? Just do it. That's it. Once again, thank you for tuning in. I'm so grateful for each and every one of you that listened to my podcast and I hope that you enjoyed this one. If you did, subscribe, share it with a friend. I'll be posting every week, every Tuesday. Um, so I just hope that each and every one of you have an amazing week. And I'll see you next week, Tuesday.